You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 111. Today we'll read Acts chapter 22 together. Paul gives his testimony to the crowd at Jerusalem, he's taken into Roman protection, and he's brought before the Sanhedrin. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. So, what's your story? In this chapter, Paul gives his testimony, the reason for his hope, to a crowd that had just tried to beat him to death. And you could hear a pin drop while he talked. Something powerful happens when we set aside all the academics, the church words, and the quoting somebody else, and just share our own personal story with someone who is seeking Christ. People want to know. Is this real? How are you different? In his first letter to believers scattered everywhere, Peter addresses their fears and insecurities about admitting they are believers. Here's what he writes in 1 Peter 3, 13-17. Who then will harm you if you are devoted to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, You are blessed. Do not fear them or be intimidated, but in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do this with gentleness and reverence, keeping a clear conscience so that when you are accused, those who disparage your good conduct in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. So there's your homework. If you have never taken the time to write down how you came to Christ, how you were before, how you came to believe, and what you have experienced since, then that is your assignment. Someone out there needs to hear your story. Acts chapter 22 Brothers and fathers, listen now to my defense before you. When they heard that he was addressing them in Aramaic, they became even quieter. He continued, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up to this city 
educated at the feet of Gamaliel, according to the strictness of our ancestral law, I was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted the way to the death, arresting and putting both men and women in jail, as the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify about me. After I received letters from them to the brothers, I traveled to Damascus to arrest those who were there and bring them to Jerusalem to be punished. As I was traveling and approaching Damascus, about noon an intense light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I answered, Who are you, Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but they did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. I said, What should I do, Lord? The Lord told me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told everything that you have been assigned to do. Since I couldn't see because of the brightness of the light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me and went into Damascus. Someone named Ananias, a devout man according to the law, who had a good reputation with all the Jews living there, came and stood by me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And in that very hour, I looked up and saw him. And he said, The God of our ancestors has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the words from his mouth, since you will be a witness for him to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you delaying? Get up and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on his name. After I returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him telling me, Hurry up and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. But I said, Lord, they know that in synagogue after synagogue I had those who believed in you imprisoned and beaten. And when the blood of your witness Stephen was being shed, I stood there giving approval and guarding the clothes of those who killed him. He said to me, Go, because I will send you far away to the Gentiles. They listened to him up to this point. Then they raised their voices, shouting, Wipe this man off the face of the earth. He should not be allowed to live. As they were yelling and flinging aside their garments and throwing dust into the air, the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks, directing that he be interrogated with the scourge to discover the reason they were shouting against him like this. As they stretched him out for the lash, Paul said to the centurion standing by, Is it legal for you to scourge a man who is a Roman citizen and is uncondemned? When the centurion heard this, he went and reported to the commander, saying, What are you going to do? For this man is a Roman citizen. The commander came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, he said. The commander replied, I bought this citizenship for a large amount of money. 
But I was born a citizen, Paul said. So those who were about to examine him withdrew from him immediately. The commander, too, was alarmed when he realized Paul was a Roman citizen and he had bound him. The next day, since he wanted to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews, he released him and instructed the chief priests and the Sanhedrin to convene. He brought Paul down and placed him before them. Boy, that commander was sweating bullets, wasn't he? When he found out that Paul was not only a Roman citizen, but a naturally born Roman citizen, he was mortified at what he almost allowed to happen. I wonder why he just assumed that Paul couldn't be a Roman citizen. Because he was a Jew? Because he was preaching Jesus? Because he had the crowd in such an uproar? Whatever it was, he did a quick about-face. This story does not end with the commander calling together the Sanhedrin to give an account. It takes some twists and turns in tomorrow's chapter. But for now, let's pray. Lord, you have left us one primary direction, the Great Commission. You told us to make disciples, and that has to start with telling others about who you are. Would you give us the discipline and drive to write down and get familiar with our own stories? Give us clarity and then opportunity to tell someone about you. You say so often in your word for us not to be afraid and that you are with us. Cause us to know that you are near and equip us to obey. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.